Hi, and welcome to the next episode of the Broken Foundation podcast. This week we're taking a different tack because we've just announced the tour coming up with Burner, Below the Neck, and Lurin, which will take place on Thursday, March 9th through to Sunday, March 12th. This includes the first announcements for Neckfest, with Burner, Below the Neck, Lurin being announced for the Saturday, and Fight the Raptor being announced for the Friday as our headliners. We're really excited to have all these bands on. Burner have been one of my favourites. I've been listening to them a lot for the last sort of year or so. So we've got an interview with both Harry from Burner and Cameron from Lurin. So we've got shorter ones today, but just a little bit to whet the appetite for the bands that are on the tour. So enjoy. Hi, and I'd like to welcome my guest, Harry, the vocalist from Burner. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, man. I'm very excited to have you on here to, well, it'll be out by now, but they announced that you guys are going to be coming up to Scotland for the first time ever, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, first time yeah. ever. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it's my first time ever in Scotland, which is embarrassing. Um, oh, it's, fine. it's a while away from you. Well, I'm from West Yorkshire, so I should have been up. Uh, you know, it's 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 closer than London, so I should have been. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I should have been up there at some some point, but gladly, yeah, we're going to be heading up there. Um, for all of us, it's yeah our first time in Scotland, and uh, well, first time playing shows in Scotland, and it's it's super exciting. I'm really yeah, looking forward to it. You're a band that I've like evangelized to a lot of people. I'm like, you need to listen to Burner. You need to listen to Burner. <laughs> I put put his on all the time, anywhere I can. Um, I think probably when you're like into bands and music and stuff, and when you get like a band that's early on is starting to rise up, you're like, I can't wait to see what they do next and hear the music and stuff like that. So Burner was always one of those bands where I was like, I really want to book you guys in Scotland at some point. Uh, so I was really happy we could make it happen. Well, honestly, yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, it, it still kind of amazes me that people have like latched onto the sound and that as, as much as they have. But mm-hmm. it's really, really appreciated because for us, everything has happened, especially in the past year. So from 2020 to the start of 23, um, so from 2022 to the start of 23, um, everything has happened super, super fast, like yeah. ridiculously fast for us in a way that we could never really have anticipated. So uh, we're really, really grateful to everyone, including mm-hmm. yourself. So thanks, man. No, no, it's not a problem. We'll cover a little bit about the band and stuff I want to talk to you about your whirlwind year, in fact. But for those that maybe haven't listened to you, do you want to give us like the sort of the elevator pitch on Burner? Give us a rundown of the band. Oh, man, I can't do that. No, I can. <laughs> um, I'll try my best. So I'll do it two ways. I'll take a quote from a guy who saw us in our first show in Bristol. where We played where we just played the EP um, before it came out. Yeah. And this was back in January of last year. And he said... He was watching us. We only had Ingsoc out then, the single version of that track. And mm-hmm. there's a guy in the front, you know, stood by the stage, and um, Finn, our bassist, overheard him. And the guy said, so what this band like then? And the guy said to him, they're like death metal with mosh, but blackened. And the vocals go, <laughs> and the vocals go, Aah! and, you know, I thought I that like was, it. yeah, I thought <laughs> that was pretty cool. I thought that was a, I was like, right on, man, that's that's cool <laughs> I, yeah. didn't, I didn't really know what else to make of it but hey i will take that um <laughs> in the other way i mean as i say we don't we never really had designs on like what we wanted the band to kind of turn out as um we initially kind of wanted burner to be this kind of like weird mafia thing but we've more or less become there are mafia bits in there i would say but we've more or less become this kind of 
death metal hardcore fusion um, with a load of random influences all over the place. Um, and yeah, I, I guess that's the best way to say it. There's death metal hardcore fusion. And if you want to talk about lyrics and stuff, we can do that at some point. But yeah, that's the main yeah. pitch, I guess. I, I try to remember the first song. I think it's probably Siege Fire. It's probably like the first song I properly like latched onto and heard. And I just that song just immediately just kicked the shit out of me. Like I just love it. It's so good. Um I know I I generally tend to be a very positive person about music I like. And if I don't like stuff, I just don't care about it. I don't listen to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, for sure. And like Siege Fire was my most listened to song of twenty twenty two on Spotify by like a long while yeah i saw that and that was fucking nuts to me but i mean i i will say that last riff is really fucking like catchy it's really cool so <laughs> um, but it was it's another one where like we we have it on in the car the van you know for driving up shows and stuff yeah and i'd put it on Rory, um he's our guitarist he is like he fucking loves that sound just massive filthy guitar heavy and fast i just fucking love it honestly it's so good um i could wax lyrical but i'll all day to be honest with you yeah uh, i think <laughs> i think to some extent one of the kind of ideas behind the band or at least the songwriting from nathan nathan is the guitarist and he's our main songwriter from his yeah. perspective is just you know keep the pace up keep the tempo up um having that energy there is like really really key to mm -hmm. to each song I, I it's not like to say we couldn't write a slow song we you know we have chuggy full sections yeah 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 yeah. we have chuggy <laughs> you know slow bits but i think it's like really trying to capture something in every song that is kind of at its heart like heavy and fast like like i think when we started listening to like i think one of the things like if you listen to ing sock on the ep the idea with that like d beat chorus thing is you know we wanted to write like a baptist song and mm -hmm. and that's what it came out as and like that's the idea like take this take this key element that like vibe and just try to try to put it in the form of the music that we want to play so as i say not trying too much to be this kind of like dogmatic idea of like we're going to be like a death metal band or we're going to play hardcore or whatever just try to it sounds so naff because it's very general but like trying to just do trying to just do bands that we like you know like that's yeah. i guess the key idea like trying to do a sound that we like that obviously is something that we care about but is influenced by other bands we care about like trap them fuming mouth gate creeper um bolt thrower you know all that stuff see when you when you guys write demos <laughs> if they're particularly close to the sound of a band is that end up being like the demo name because we've done that a lot like we've got a song called kubla khan to us that's a different name you know to everyone else but it's because we're just like yeah, it really sounds like Kubokan. Like it's fucking cool, you know. <laughs> I guess like for us, because we we tend to have like like generally speak. Actually, we had the answer is far less interesting than how I'm gonna explain it. But like I think for us, it's that we had a few songs, and on the album we have a few songs that have a similar-ish structure. Mm -hmm. Um, they have very very different sounds, but structured similarly. And in that respect, we couldn't necessarily do that because they'd all have the same name, you know. Yeah. Um, or we could do and sometimes we do have like this is the the black metal -y kind of song mm -hmm. or this is the slow this is the like conjurer kind of song yeah. um or that this is the one with the conjurer riff or the hexus riff uh okay cool but the answer is really um it's like demo one two three four and then we do that for like several months and then after i've written lyrics or at least gotten a draft of them 
I will just run up some song names and just be like, this is what the song's called. And even if I end up changing it, at least having a name makes sense because then, I mean, to be honest, until we record it, no one will remember the name of the song. No yeah. one will No one will remember until it's out there and it actually has a name. I mean, we got the album done and we went in there and we had song names, but I was the only one that really knew them. But then we got yeah. when we got the mixes back, it was like, oh, yeah, it's this song. Fuck, I love this song. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, talking, you're, you know, you bring up the new album. You guys um, recorded with Lewis Johns. That's right. Um, who is, for anyone that doesn't know somehow, he records all the best bands in the UK. So just get over it. Uh, <laughs> he is like the king. I think he's, everything he does is like gold to me. Like, not even blowing smoke up his ass. Like, it's true. How did working with Lewis Johns come about for you guys? Because uh, he did, did he do just the drum track in for the original EP? That's right. Yeah, you know, yeah. Your, you know your burner lore. So, yeah. Like, yeah, no. So basically, Lewis was in a way one of, if not the main reason, we ended up being involved with Church Road Records because mm. we uh, we wanted to do the EP. You know, we we as a band, like we Burner as a band, has been around since like 2018, 2019, but we haven't been like active since until 2022 or 2021 rather when we released the single for Ingsoc. but you know we had four of us in 2020 okay we're gonna do we're gonna learn these songs we're gonna do all this together but then COVID happened so everything got put on hold and when we got the chance to record bits for the ep um it was like fuck we gotta get out of the city because lockdown has been driving all of us crazy so mm -hmm. let's go record when we go to record the drum bits let's go to let's go see let's go to lewis johns's bit and let's just be there we don't have to be there for the whole thing we're just tracking drums mm -hmm. but um we all went and when we were there he was listening to the demos and he was turning to, to nathan he was like you know you guys really got something here like this is cool and we were like oh shit like we were having conversations to ourselves like yeah i know maybe it is really cool like we've just been mm -hmm. like amongst ourselves for like two years we haven't shown anybody this stuff yeah maybe it is good and then we did the vocals at a different time later that year, and then he mixed it all. But when he finished that mix um, and the master, he sent it off to Justine and Sammy, who were then kind enough to put us on put us on the roster and release the EP. And um, the record will be coming out with them. We uh, we got involved with Lewis because we yeah we just felt like he did such a stellar job with the EP. Like we just love the sound, and we also feel that Lewis really gets the sound that we want to go for. It's hard for us. Like we don't necessarily think of bands like we want to sound like. Obviously, we have comparables for tone, but there's no one or two bands I think we could necessarily be like. This is what we want to sound like, which is again a naff statement because it makes it sound like i'm blowing smoke up my own ass but that's the truth of it we just wanted to do something i guess when we wanted to make the album the idea was we want to do the ep but we want to do more like we want to do it again but better you know like mm -hmm. that, that was the idea and he really got it he really understood that idea so on the record that's that's more or less what it sounds like there's new things that we're doing that aren't on the ep which is super exciting but he really he really came through on it and yeah i'm excited for everyone to hear it it's definitely one of my like most anticipated releases just because the EP was one of my favorite releases last well when I, when I was listening to it last year it was one of my favorites so that just bit more i'm like yeah that sounds fucking incredible thank <laughs> I you i want that now you know um now also you can't talk about when it's coming out because i already tried to pry that out of you earlier on yeah. um, <laughs> everyone keep an eye out for it it's gonna it will be everywhere 
I will never shut up about it. Be available on Church Road <laughs> Records when it comes out. Um, I mean, maybe let's talk about Church Road Records in terms of the past sort of three years since they kind of started. Uh, well, as a record label, as opposed to kind of just a distro with the dissolution of Holy Roar and stuff. Yeah. Like I've been a day one subscriber to their vinyls through the Church Road subscription. And I just think it's the best. And I think they like have such an interesting breadth of music. Like they don't stick to one genre specifically, which yeah. I really dig. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you listen to like bands like Slow Crush or Grimo or Landlords mm-hmm. and, you know, there's this quite serene tranquility, you know, so there's density within those bands or Outlander. But then, yeah, totally. you know, you got the other end of the scale and you've got Us and Helpless and Harriet and, you know, bands that are dense or heavier, you know. And that's that's the cool thing about them. It's just Justine and Sammy, you know, there's obviously like the business head of it. But for the most part, I would say that's superseded by the fact that you know, about the music they listen to. They really, mm. they really care about the bands that they want to sign. And I wouldn't necessarily even say it's part of some grand design. It might be. Maybe I don't know that. But uh, they just seem to really like if they really like your music, like they'll let you know. And they're great people for it. I mean, they're passionate, hardworking people. And that's not even to mention what they do, what they do with Employed to Serve. You yeah know, which is a massive thing <laughs> of course and it's yeah. becoming a huge you know industry in and of itself we toured with them last year and that was an incredibly eye-opening experience in a lot of ways that was super positive mm-hmm. but yeah really really hard-breaking band and they are very hard-working people and that's not to mention the other people uh working with church road records or working within church road records rather uh sam and will in particular those guys are great church road has done so much for us they were just this, um, yeah, as I say, in terms of like, how did everything happen or get to this point? It's because of Church Road. And I think yeah. I said to Sammy and Justine in one of our first meetings with them, I said, you know, I didn't want to necessarily bring up like Holy Roar and be like, oh, yeah, it's like the same thing because it isn't, you know, it, it isn't yeah. necessarily the same thing. But, you know, I grew yeah. up as a teenager listening to bands on Holy Roar and being like, that's the that's the label that I can musically trust. You know, that's the label I can listen to stuff that's coming through that and be like this is this is probably going to be up my street and it almost always was yeah and and to be a part of in a way the spiritual successor to that for all the shit that happened it doesn't matter because what they're doing is doing what what holy roar did so much better and with integrity and idealism that um yeah i really respect i really really respect it just like they seem to give a shit and it's just nice you know especially when they release a lot of good music and they're definitely like leading the charge on british music and stuff like that to be cheesy about that but then you know they don't limit themselves to that you know band i found about was respire through them they're super cool like i fucking love respire um so you know they're canadian um french canadian Mm -hmm. i think so you know it's just it's great that there's you know someone like that out there that's got that breadth of music and stuff so I'd highly advise anyone to get in on the church road subscription because it's well worth the money, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I'd add to that. They also have a fantastic Discord community. So make sure you join their Discord if you want to just discover new music or meet like-minded people who want to go to shows or just share new music or just chat complete and utter nonsense about their pets or just share memes because I'm in there. Yeah, and, you uh, always share memes. <laughs> yeah, 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 always doing my best. Uh, so yeah definitely join it check it out mm. i will say as well uh, i can say this for the record we're going to be obviously doing some singles which will be coming out in the same kind of fashion that they did for the ep so keep your eyes peeled for that um obviously there's going to be a run-up to the record and um yeah think sooner rather than later 
So exciting stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Very excited. Let's look at what you're doing in this tour when you're coming up to Scotland. Um, so we're going to be doing four days in Scotland, uh, starting off in Glasgow, then hitting Dundee. Then we're going to go up to Inverness for the most northernly show. Uh, and that's part of stuff that's going to be an all dare type thing called Neckfest. And um, Burner will be the headliner for that, which is something I'm very excited about. It's like a thing I do every year. I just want to get like the sickest band I can find and have them headline it and just have the best time and build a whole day around it. And then we're going to finish up in Edinburgh, which is going to be a good crack. So yeah, super excited to have you guys up. Super excited to, to show you Scotland from both a music perspective and uh, just being here because it's it's not a bad place. <laughs> I mean, um, I've I've heard pretty good things. And to be honest, like I have been quite... I've been, you know, forever, like, looking... Hell, back when I was a teenager, I was in a band called Journeys and some, like, shitty hardcore band from Wakefield in West Yorkshire. Yeah. But we, we would meet some really cool guys um, coming down from Scotland, a band called Snake Eyes, members who then later on went to make Revolve and oh, a yeah. bunch of other fucking, like, uh, metalcore and hardcore bands coming out of Glasgow. So uh, super, super stoked to be able to finally get up there and uh, make some noise. It's going to be sick. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Um, from your end, uh, like, you know, down in the south of England, what bands could you recommend for people that maybe don't have an eye on the scene? What bands do you think are, like, worth keeping an eye out for? Jesus, I mean... To put you on the spot. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I can just reach into, like, tons of different bands that we've met who've just been fantastic individuals. And they're not necessarily all from the south of England, south of England, but, mm-hmm. like, just here and there um i'd like to shout out mastiff mastiff are one of the heaviest sludgiest nastiest bands you'll ever hear in your entire life um and they're wonderful wonderful people they have this um local band energy when they're on stage but then but when they play it's just something else it's just like the heaviest nastiest gnarliest music you've ever heard in your entire fucking life and um that's something special like when you watch them play that's special um, yeah. have those two sides something else um also I'd like to shout out helpless they're on our label church road just uh if you know the band gaza it's gaza if they were british i think everyone knows about helpless but helpless are fantastic from way down in the southwest we played with these guys at the tail end of uh the tour uh with employed to serve a band called perdition from uh somerset and they play just gnarly death metal as a trio and um they've got this dual vocal approach that is super sick and also they wrote a song about a dinosaur so that's really cool and then my last one from east anglia uh, wonderful people that we met on tour as well um who played bloodstock last year as part of winning uh, metal to the masses acid throne from norwich really oh. really cool guys making sludgy doomy that kind of smoky you're high you're at a witch's sabbath you don't know what's going on but then you find out too late you've been sacrificed and it's all to this heavy fuzzy sludgy tone and that is what you want from a band of uh called acid front that's what you want i that's a lot of that kind of like the breadth of i mean it's all heavy fucking music but the breadth within that is like great and it's i just love finding out new bands to listen to so I'm yeah. i got i got a couple of new ones there to check out so today is a bit of like a shorter uh interview because i'm doing two interviews for this one because uh the tour is going to be burner Luren, band from Manchester, who do mathcore, hyper pop stuff. It's weird, it's great. Played with them before, uh, but they all have their first time up in Inverness. It's a short one today. Uh, I'd love to have you back on at some point down the line to do a proper 
deep dive. You're a very interesting guy and the band are very interesting. Maybe further down the line after the tour, we can maybe do a bit of a, a catch up and see how things are going. Absolutely. Thanks. Once uh, once the records are, or once maybe some singles are out, have me back on. We'll chat some shit and we can talk about what what I'm actually trying to shape into words with the sounds of horrible screaming. Thanks for Harry. I'll speak to you in a bit, mate. Take care. Thank you for having me, man. Thanks for Harry for coming on and having a chat with us there. We're halfway through. Just like to remind you is that we're going to be running a tour. The dates for this tour are March 9th, which is the Thursday. That's in Glasgow at Audio. On the Friday, we're in Dundee at Rad Apples, which has been put together by JCHC, by Gary Lato, who's been a previous guest. And then the Saturday will be our neck fest, the Tooth and Claw in Inverness. And that's Saturday 11th of March. And then we're rounding out the tour with Sunday the 12th of March, and that's been brought together by Duncan Mountain at Red Cross Promotions. So big shout out to Duncan and Gary for helping out with this run. And to uh, Avocado Bookings, who taken a chance on me as a first time promoter with them. So very excited about that. So without further ado, here's our interview with Cam from Luring. Hi, and I'd like to welcome my guest at this time, Cameron Wilson from Ludin. How are you getting on, man? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yourself? Yeah, I am great. I'm grand. Very excited to have you on the show. We've been friends for a while. We've we've played two, two tours together. Plenty plenty more coming up, as has just been announced today. Uh, so a third tour together. Excited to finally have you guys up in Scotland properly. Played Glasgow twice now, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. you guys and then last time with uh, Blemish. Great to have you guys up here, especially as you sort of have like a loose, like a, a, a weird tie to Inverness with uh, Johnny, your bassist. Oh, yes. The, uh, going around in the Inverness football t-shirt and telling exactly. people during your set, taking the shirt off and being like, kiss the badge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's something Legend. else. I can't wait Legend. For it, it's gonna be awesome. His clash shirt. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really fun. So, for those that maybe don't know about Luden, which I, if you know me, you probably know you guys. Give us like the elevator pitch on the band because it defies description sometimes. I think. Uh, okay, so uh, it's one of those things where, like, if people I say like, "Oh, what type of band you're in?" I'm kind of like just stuck myself. That that yeah. like, I don't even know myself. So like, how am I supposed to put forward it? But uh, the the way that I'd probably describe ourselves now is like a DIY punk band who just takes inspiration from what we listen to on a daily basis, whether it's like punk, metal, hardcore, like pop even, yeah. or like anything that's just like intrigues us and just kind of like push it, like yeah. see, see how weird we can get with it and like just do some like fun stuff. Like that's kind of what we do because like, I don't know, we're all come from like like, or basically me, James and Samuel come from like production backgrounds as well, like doing like music production or like mixing, recording, whatever. So like we want to like mainly like satisfy those ends yeah. of everything. And then with like live shows, it's like me and Johnny were like pretty much the reason this band exists is because of um, the Dillinger Escape Plan and like that intense like live show as well. So I'd probably say if you were going to collect it, it'd be weird production and weird stuff mixed with like the kind of like intenseness and wacky stuff that you'd see from like dillinger 
I was trying to like describe you guys like when I was writing like rundowns for the shows and stuff. It's mathcore dream pop. Yeah, that that counts. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. definitely counts. Uh, it's, or I, I was there. It was mathcore hyperpop. Sorry, well, yeah. I was to say it's so. Uh, there's like a lot of different stuff goes on. It's like a very different uh, kind of vibe live because you folks have like a very intense live show. We, we kind of alluded to. Yeah. Um, and I I've said this to you before. I think I said it to you anyway. When we were doing the Irish run together, I was like, I love playing after you guys because it's the easiest crowd ever. Because they're like, they're fucking warmed up by the time you guys have played. Yeah. Because you bring the energy so much. Because we've been doing this for a fairly like we've been like playing shows like every month like a year now properly, mm -hmm. or since like last October. So like you know you just kind of pick up things and you just kind of get to know what certain crowds are like and stuff, and then you kind of just like know how to play off it really it's really like i don't know how to describe it it's just something i don't really think about it it's yeah. just like oh cool <laughs> just do it <laughs> yeah cheers <laughs> yeah i mean you're, you've sort of alluded to the early years of fluid and like it's really come together with you and johnny from like sort of live aspect and stuff yeah where where did the idea of Ludin really form for for you guys as a band oh so let's uh, i'll kind of keep it in like this how it kind of all started was uh me and johnny have been like friends since we we're like in high school together so like probably when i was like 13 14 mm -hmm. uh, he was the year below me in school uh we we're all both into music he was like very much into like indie as a kid i'm pretty sure he's going to kill me after hearing that now i know i'm disowning him right now yeah he was <laughs> he was the uh the catfish and the bottom end type of kid one day he messaged me being like oh I'm at Reading and Leeds Fest. Who should I see? And I look on the lineup and I see on the day that he was there, Dillinger are on. So I thought, oh, that's a trial by fire. Uh, John, go see Dillinger. It'd be great. It was, uh, in his words, and I've seen about it. It's the set where Greg was told to calm down. Oh, right. The last time they played Reading and Leeds, uh, he uh, the bag incident happened, if you're... Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into that, but you know. The bag incident happened, but because they were like breaking up, they did like one last show at Reading in Leeds. And apparently he pulled a sofa out on stage with like a tea, a big table and a newspaper. All the band were going crazy around Greg and he was just like sipping tea while He's doing being calm. Yeah, he? really calm. But <laughs> so we like had a massive bond over that band and we loved them. And then that spiraled out into like proper like listening to like hardcore and stuff. Mm -hmm. and um when they broke up we were both kind of like okay we need to start a band now because yeah. like we we need to, we need like we just we just need to it was like that moment then it was around the same time i was getting we were both getting into bands like loathe and like holding absence and everything like that mm -hmm. uh, we went to a gig it was blood youth loathe and holding absence and it was like a key club in leeds which was like a hundred cap 100, yeah. 150. Um, sad part about that is some guy broke his foot at that show, broke his leg. Uh, so the gig ended up stopping. But what that ended up happening was um, Lucas from Holding Absence ended up having a chat with me and Johnny and was talking about like how Holding Absence did like started up and how they went on and they were very DIY minded. So we like kind of took that conversation and went on, researched more, got into knowing like New York DIY. And then we were like, oh, we could just do this ourselves. All right. Got in my room, made a record. And it's kind of just spiraled from there, really. Spiraled up the way, I'd say. Not oh. down the way. 
Oh, it's uh, it depends who you ask, really. <laughs> One thing I think is quite interesting uh, about Lauren and you specifically is you're very vocal online and social media and stuff. You're a presence. If anyone, you're kind of like um, Matt Smith from Those Ones Loyal, and that. Like I feel like you, if you're on like one of these groups, like you get hardcore, you'll probably recognize you because yeah. you post semi regularly on like a lot of these different, or at least did for a long time. Yeah, uh, kind of like stopped a little bit. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's just one of those because like I just see like bands and like artists and the way like I've seen like loads of new bands like pop up and like see them like get on management immediately and stuff like that I i'm more the vocal i'm just kind of like just get to know yourself first like do your own things and like what i like just teach people and be like hey you can do this you know and you can do that and like that's like what half of like me posting about like the uk diy and underground is it's just kind of i want to like champion bands and like artists who are like hey do your own thing and go off from there like how we did it and like Mm -hmm. I would I'd say even though that we're like not like the most like overly streamed band in existence we've done so much like cool stuff in the year I I wouldn't imagine me being in a band like how I am now and like it's to the point now where I'm like just like not like I'm not content but like I'm satisfied I just kind of want to like scream like hey it's not about the numbers it's not about this it's not about that like the main thing is enjoy yourself do cool stuff for the sake of doing it and like Try and do it within the limits of yourself. Don't try and bring so many outside voices in. Like, trust your vision, have fun. And that's kind of the whole point of me going crazy on social media about stuff like that. One of the points I was going to make is you're one of the only people who I remember was kind of like going out there like to say, like, listen to my band. It was when you uh, brought out, I think it was the Agnostic release. Yeah. The release with Agnostic on it. And you were just like posting in groups and stuff like all the time. And I was like, I'm just going to check this out. Just I don't know why I just like decided I'll listen to this, and I yeah. immediately was like, "This is fucking amazing!" Uh, and like, I think pretty much straight away I was like, "Do you guys want to come play Scotland?" Because I really want to play a show with you, and I just want to see Agnostic live. Like that was my whole like thing. That's what I really wanted to see. I remember we must be like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Why is he asking me to come like literally eight hours away from my house to come play a show?" I <laughs> see. I remember getting that message and was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was, I bit of a logistics problem because like we at that time we didn't really play much outside of like the northwest we did like bristol like once or twice but like it was kind of like oh this is scary and then now it's like oh yeah we we know what we're doing it's fine yeah <laughs> i mean that's one of the things that especially with this tour we've just announced today um the, the sort of the burner below neck and loaded in tour of scotland which is in march um what we're doing there is the last time you came to scotland the routing wasn't perfect for a band that uses public transport for the majority of their time. Yeah. So you couldn't actually play the Inverness date and no. get to Leeds in time for the show yeah. <laughs> the day after. In hindsight, should have booked Newcastle. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I was just, I didn't realize because I thought it was, oh yeah, Inverness to Glasgow, then to yeah, that. Ah, that makes sense. And then I looked at it and I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> oops. <laughs> oops. Yeah. And it was, it was one of those things where I was really gutted because. We played the first, like, we met for the first time on, on the, the Glasgow show. And yeah. I was just like, oh, this is dope. And then us and Warren out went away and did the Inverness thing. And I was like, yeah. oh, which looked insane sucks as there. well. Which looked insane. I was like, kind of like looking at like some of the videos after it. I'm like, oh, like just looking at my pro like my provisional driver's license being like, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> fuck you let me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily this time, 
uh, I've rooted it in a way that's not awful for you guys. Um, and yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it, especially um, like Sammy, your drummer, as a, a straight-edge gentleman like myself. Yeah. And uh, he's like quite good pals with Gary, who's the singer in Truth Ruiner. He's actually putting the show on in Dundee as well. So by the time this comes out, you ironically leaked this by mistake on Instagram oh, yeah. yesterday. And Gary also accidentally put out one of the 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 events early as well. I was like, for fuck's sake, I can't oh, it, make it up. Like, it never goes well. It never goes well. No. And like, it's because Facebook, like all the meta stuff, business suite, it's like, it's so impossible to use. Yeah. Like, it's not impossible to use, it's just it's so not friendly for people who want to do anything other than cause political problems for people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like we went on our like business manager on um on you know the business app on like, yeah Facebook and everything. And um it's still not updated to our like recent pinned post on that app. Yeah. That's how like like you, you'd think about it, it's like oh yeah that's just like a really small thing it's whatever who mm-hmm. who really remembers the last pin post they had because like I mean it does but like I know it's like hey yeah the pin post is from an album that we released two three years ago now <laughs> yeah. which is insane to think but it's like oh yeah cheers cheers Zuck yeah good, good job <laughs> what what do you think is like probably the most interesting thing for you folks as a band coming up to Scotland for like another time but this is like a proper kind of like a bit of a run and do you still have a new member joining you on this tour as well uh so uh like the main thing that like we've like it's just exciting is just getting to play places we've not like been before because like one of the main things with the band is just like hey what go out everywhere and like see places do things like you know like the whole i'm pretty sure like every musician is into this to like go to new places and make friends that's so that's the whole point like, like yeah. yes i want to be a massive band and play at outbreak and download and all these things but ultimately it's like shitty long drives to go and hang out with people i've not seen for six months and yeah. like, just have a good laugh you know like that's, yeah, that's what, it's, what it's all about so like that's the main thing and uh to to the other question yeah we've recently got a new member sophia she's in a band called death bloom who are like a manchester like shoegazy like grungy type vibe band yeah, like we've been dabbling into like the shoegazy, like dream pop, like elements, like fairly recently. Probably since like Agnostic, if people are aware of the band, she was like a really good fit, and we asked her just being like, "Oh, would you fancy it?" And I, I also work with Death Bloom as like a producer as well, so I'm aware of how she works, how she like tracks guitars and stuff. And so I knew she was good, and she ha- like has a very similar like vibe to how I'd write some songs, whatever. Yeah, so we're like, yeah. So she'd be a really good fit. Asked her, and she was like, yeah, we'll do it. And I'm like, oh, cool. And it, she learned the set in a week. That's pretty so, good. That's good yeah. going. And it's not like you guys don't exactly have a simple style going on. So oh, you know, yeah. it's there's more to it than just a couple of you know three five open. You know. I mean? Oh no, you should see our tabs. Oh. <laughs> zero 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 Disney zero. <laughs> she's hopped on. Um, like she's smashed it. We've played two gigs of her. Like she's done. Like she's done so well. And um, just kind of like as well as it how it is now. We're just kind of like meshing together and like seeing how we all work and how like the live performance is. And like it's like it's going really well so far. And that's another thing like just really cool to like have happen. Like just like oh yeah. Hi, uh, your first, like your third, fourth, fifth, and sixth show are all in Scotland. Uh... <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so it's like we, we're like it's like oh yeah so your first gig's in manchester that's fine now you're playing bristol now it's all the way up to glasgow <laughs> yeah like it's the long track yes yeah, yeah yeah she's got to get used to it somehow so yeah. like and are, are you, know. you you folks lucky enough to be driving this time or are you uh we've got our friend gabby helping a few of us so we're doing probably going to be most of us in the car and then just james and johnny getting into places early after is it 10 o'clock or 12 o'clock i don't know because i remember there's a st- whole story the first time they play glasgow they got in like at 10 o'clock in the morning or something like that and absolutely yeah. we're both still wrecked from the night before right? yeah and then <laughs> yeah. then went to a shop and was like oh can i buy this it's like oh no you can't buy that Oh, it's a. Uh, it's too early, pal. Yeah, it's too early. But <laughs> yeah. it's like that's ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. In England, it's like what? It's like what? I can't buy. I can't, can't buy booze at any point in my life. What is this? What? Yeah. <laughs> so, and they did like the whole like go on now, but like what I was gonna say is they're probably just gonna go out places, but we're all chipping in to help them with that. So that's all pretty vibes. But yeah, it's... that's that's the plan. I mean, the routine is pretty good because the first night's in Glasgow. And then that's then it's Dundee on the Friday on the Friday night, and that's like a two-hour journey max, yeah. like absolute max. And then from there it's up to Inverness, which is probably like two and a half, three hours, yeah. and then down to Edinburgh is about three and a half hours. So it's pretty doable in yeah, terms of it's like not, it's not painful. It's no, not... it's no forty-eight-hour drives and oh, uh, it's not your trek to Ireland. No, that was. Know. That was something else. The trek back from Ireland really just destroyed every shred of hope in my body. Yeah, it's like the post-tour come down. It was yeah, awful. I, it was fucking awful, man. Like uh, it, it, I was, it hit me the day as soon as I got back into Manchester mm-hmm. uh, because we hung around in Cork a bit after um, after Siege. So it was like, oh, yeah, cool. We ran into Xander and everything. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then, uh, And then... Soon as I got back into Manchester, I was like, "Ah, oh. <laughs> no!" I was like, "It's happening." I tell you what, I, I am um, as part of this podcast. I like to ask people how they've got to certain points with what they do in music and stuff. Now, you're an interesting case because you do a lot of production, like self-production, produce for other bands. Yeah, um, you write a lot. You do vocals. Um, you book shows. You play in a band. What's kind of like the number one thing you've taken away from? Because you're also a big proponent of DIY, like UK yeah. DIY. What's like the number one thing you've got like as a takeaway from that that people could maybe learn if they're kind of get kicked off of what what we kind of do all the time? Uh, so, like the thing that I've probably picked up like the most with like doing like working, not even working, just doing art, like putting on mates and everything is just like if you have something in mind and you just want to do it just like just do it 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 sounds really simple but it is simple yeah it's like because like a lot of like a lot of the problem that people have that i've noticed is like like motivation which is it's valid because we don't we don't all live in like the perfect like circumstance of you know Mm -hmm. being able to just get away and do shit for stuff but like there's always ways to just like plan around stuff, do things and just like, you know, just do what, like do what you want to do. There's ways of doing it. Yeah. Just, you've just like, if you have something in mind and it seems like you can do it, the likelihood is you probably can. So try it. 
like if you if it fails oh well but like even if it even if it fails if you enjoy doing it like did you really fail exactly well it's very valid though like yeah. it totally is i think people put too much stock in everything being like the biggest success possible oh fully um, like when i do a, like run a shows or like if i'm if i'm going to play a show for someone for example i'm like see if i don't lose that much money i'm happy like yeah which i know is a weird thing but i just view this as like it's not a free hobby <laughs> sort yeah, of thing. Uh, like uh it really ain't free for the love of god but like yeah. it's it's just i think it's really rewarding get like putting on shows yourself going and doing stuff and i don't know it's it's not about the struggle and all that kind of bullshit it's just like it's it can be really fun to do all these things with yeah. with your it's mates like, yeah. you find something out of it like yeah you can't really like it's like happiness or whatever it's like you just find something out of it and you you kind of uh, get addicted to all of it but you know uh, to bring some up as well speaking to my friend grant who puts like helps put on shows under no play in liverpool who are really cool like promotion i was chatting to them the other day and uh because i was talking about like the mic how i do production uh, promotion and stuff and he was like oh sorry and they would like um like listen like we basically all just run charities it's like you shouldn't put like stress on yourself for it and i'm like yep that's very 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 true so yeah I, 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 even recently i've just been thinking of stuff like that and being like well no pressure mm -hmm. just, like, just, just have fun yeah it's it it's 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 great to hear that there's like promoters and stuff in you know in like liverpool for example because i'm like i'm from a smaller scene right yeah. so i always think there's other small scenes out there that people just kind of ignore yeah. And I and not that Liverpool's a small place or a small scene, but like when you think about the bigger cities that have shows regularly, like you have like Birmingham, London, Manchester, Glasgow, you know, yeah. some Car sometimes Cardiff, I guess. I don't know. Like I'm sure there's others, but like there's like obviously there's big ones. So when you see like smaller places or at least less visited places having like promoters and cool shows and stuff, I just love it. It's great. Oh yeah, you always you'll always have one crazy person who is like, oh, well, there's not enough gigs around here that I like going to. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put them on myself. Exactly. Which, that is like, literally how everyone I know started. Yeah, it's just it's, being like, do you know what? This kind of sucks that there's none of the stuff I like here. Fuck it, I'm going to put it on. Yeah, fully. That's, yeah. That, that's how it is. Like, there is like the one thing that I've like found, like done after like finding out, like, you know, playing shows for like, just ever since we started it's like there's so many like really cool bands just in the uk like yeah it's just like and sometimes they're just like oh yeah i can't play manchester because i don't know a promoter or it's like because uh, like with manchester it's a very weird it's a very weird scene in terms of like sometimes it's great sometimes it's not so great sometimes it's just impossible to get a show there so it's like hey like some of these bands i'd rather like i want to see them every week so uh mm -hmm. how do i do that oh just put them on myself it's, yeah and, and there's always people like that like there's so it's like it's just about finding those idiots uh starting a proper charity and funding them all the money to do it i think that's yeah. a uh you know like the whole like cultural fund that the conservatives said they were gonna do it'd be a laugh if that was the uh that ever happened yeah, yeah that, that <laughs> it'd be a laugh if they were like hello random guy from uk hardcore <laughs> facebook group here's like is like 10k book whoever you want like Here's... that would that would be crazy like that's what we need yeah that that would uh that would get the music scene <laughs> ablaze wouldn't it jesus oh yeah, yeah. no
yeah be insane it'd be like mint gigs every single week and like so like imagine like how many bands that would like birth it's like it could do a lot it really could because you got all the people that mix from different bands end up jamming together doing you know like that whole process then happens in the background as well yeah you know more gigs happen more people meet more connections more bands it's just the way it works you're giving me terrible i'm giving myself terrible ideas now for like charities i'm gonna have to like set up when i'm like 50 you apply to that cultural fund if ever oh yes so you um well not you but luren released a new ep uh just recently you write a lot of music so have you got plans to do a new one within the next you know i guess within 2023 i presume so knowing your work ethic but we've got around 60 demos um that's what i thought yep (laughs) no uh like well like all of us will have like just stuff that like we just like mess around with like whether it's like johnny just shows me a riff and i'm like yep that's cool uh sammy just puts a bunch of like cool stuff in the chat like a lot of like power violency like grindy vibes and like some like proper like hardcore vibes sophia is probably going to start anytime soon now uh she's currently working on the death bloom record so it's like you know she's busy but like god like i literally wrote a song yesterday i don't know whether it'll be like a record thing but like sounds dumb so sounds dumb and something that we'd write and put out so uh yeah it's perfect then yeah yeah, we we don't know it's sometimes like with a lot of the releases we've done it's either we like something we just put it out or we like something Mm -hmm. and then we think ah do i really like it and then it takes like six months and then we're like yeah we like it release it mm-hmm. and release it with no promo and uh, <laughs> no music videos or you know the stuff that everyone else should like the thing you should really do but you, you you know what sometimes a gut feeling is all you need and if you enjoy what you're making and you had fun do you know what music videos are really overrated in terms of actually making a difference to your to oh, how your music's received like and they're just they're just spenny yeah, they are very expensive, and like I like we've we've done it with Blow Neck, like we've done our videos and stuff, and I always want them to look really good and things like that. But yeah. the reality is, like, if it's not going to be really good, like we've just decided not to do them. Yeah, basically. Like, yeah the, the the good thing is with uh, introducing like Sophia in the band though is uh, she's like got like a movie degree, <laughs> so oh, well uh, that's good. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah, so I think we're gonna start taking the DIY approach to visuals if she's like keen. <laughs> All right, cool. If not, I will. Uh, will my my other plan because if we're putting out an album, we kind of have to, you know, do an actual music video now because yeah. like it's overdue. My plan is I've got a camera that does 4K. We just find the field somewhere, get the orange amps out, uh, start the crab core phase. That's again. it. Yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> I was course, say crab it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you don't need it. You don't. Like I don't really like. You know, we could just do it. Like, just find a field somewhere, take our guitars out, just crab all over the shop. It'd be great. You know what? Tongue-in-cheek works. It's fun. It's oh, great. Love it. Um, well, that's kind of wrapping us up towards the end of uh, our time today. I just wanted to sort of say, like, what's the number one thing you're looking forward to the most about, about coming back to Scotland? I have a serious one and a joke one. The The joke one is uh, going to T-Bay services again. Oh, very nice. Yeah, of course. It's... Uh, well, every time I've gone up with our driver, or the one time we went up with our driver, she was like obsessing over this service station. So we were like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, this is wild. It's the only service station I've got like a really nice tub of ice cream from. So I'm like, I- I'm not going to get that anywhere else. No, it's so, a requirement now. 
Yeah, it's it's a yeah. wild, it's wild, it's absolute, it's unhinged. And the best part about it is, you know, like oh, all these like really like posh like middle class families all at tea based services, and then me always, and Uzlat, me and Uzlat come running in in the car with um, Venga boys playing extremely loud. We're gonna have to recreate that. You do, you need to do it every time. Yeah, every time, uh, baby. Not to sound like ah, but mainly just like seeing the homies again, like seeing you lot. I, 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 that's yeah. the main like. It's that, and I just meeting people. Like I've just seen like Sammy and Gary like flirt on Twitter for like yeah, know, how many months now? So I'm very much excited to watch that romance uh, finally happen before you. Oh it's, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna be like the tension's gonna be crazy. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna soothe my soul. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh. Like a good steamy romance novel, like, oh. like most of us in the hardcore underground scene do enjoy. Uh, so yeah, should be fun. Oh yeah, yeah. we'll uh, sell it at Outbreak at like the merch store. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's like it's our first like hardcore romance <laughs> novel. Me um, and me and a TV landing on my head. That's that's the oh, <laughs> romance novel. I was low key when I saw that. I will sign up on this, but I was uh, looking at. I saw that hate five six video of the CRT uh yeah tv getting launched and now i'm uh oh god no playing get because now i'm like taking like now i'm thinking of like stage outfits i'm gonna wear it like you, you know this like the really dumb stuff that i wear on stage i am like <laughs> so tempted to just find a shirt or like create a shirt that just says uh throw a crt at me like, did you do me. it like I'm, i need to find someone to i need to find like how to do that but like that, that's now the uh that's the goal now. Goal, yeah. I'll, yeah. Uh, if we get a David Tan video, I'll plan it exactly for that day, and I'll oh, try well. and find. <laughs> I'll try and find someone with that TV. I'm like, there you go. That'd be so good. Oh, I can just imagine that we did it in, in Inverness and Tooth. James, the venue owner, would fucking kill me. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I don't know. I have no forewarning. I don't know what this is. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, plenty, plenty crack. Uh, hopefully, David will be there for one of the dates. Pretty yeah. sure he's going to be. Maybe two, actually. Ooh. But it's, um, I need to speak to him about it. Anyway, that's been fun. Uh, thanks for coming on today, Cam. Uh, no, I'll let you get off to work and enjoy your oh. life now. Uh, enjoy my life. That's something like that. Too, too far, too far. Yeah. <laughs> right. Speak to you in a bit, mate. See you there. say a massive thank you for Cameron from Luren for coming on and having a chat with us today as well. We're very excited about the tour as you can probably tell I'm not shut up about it. I've been working on this for a long time so very excited to finally see it come out in the open. So once again just to run through the dates Thursday March 9th in Glasgow at Audio, Friday March 10th at Rad Apples in Dundee, Saturday March 11th Neckfest at Tooth and Claw in Inverness and then finally in Edinburgh on Sunday March the 12th we're gonna be at Bannerman's. I just want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast this week. Um, thanks for all the love and support and sharing and stuff like that. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, all that kind of good stuff. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>